0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, what's up, y'all, and welcome back into another episode of Believe in the ATP Tour. I'm your host, Jacob Sersosimo, and today you're listening on the Believe Network we got a lot to get to today. We're going to start with the Davis Cup because that is the most notable thing going on right now as we speak. It just ended, and I kind of guessed the winner right. I guessed Canada to win it, and Canada did win it. However, I do understand I picked Canada or the U.S. I expected the U.S. to do better than they did that is my fault but if in if any U.S. team is going to do good right now I'd rather it be the World Cup team because that only happens once every four years and there was so much drama surrounding this USA team at the World Cup we'll get into that a little bit later but I already give you a spoiler Canada won this tournament at the Davis Cup first time they've ever ever won the Davis Cup a remarkable week by the Canadians, and they become another team to win the ATP Cup, which happens in Australia before the Australian Open back in January. They won that, and then they win the Davis Cup. Who else did that? The 2021 Russians did that. Now, I still think the Russians would have the best team when it comes to overall players uh, if you do a team format, but they weren't in this year, and the Canadians get it done. But look at this Canadian team. Felix Ogieliasim, Denis Shapovalov, Vasek pospisil they got guys on this team, and it's no shock that they win this, because I think they do have the best players when it comes to overall players. Uh, When they were doing the post-game interview, uh, the post-match interview after they won it, FAA talks about, you know, we grew up together with the ages of 7, 8 years old back in Canada, dreaming of being on this stage and winning these type of matches and winning the Davis Cup. This has been a dream for these guys. A lot of these guys are really young. If you look at the two leaders of this team, it's going to be Denis Shapovalov and Felix Ogier-Aliassime. FAA is not very old. FAA is only 22 years old, and he's leading this Canadian team. He is the leader of that Canadian team. You know how Pospisil is a leader, but also... You can't undermine what FAA does for Canadian tennis. And then you look at Chapo, who's number 18 in the world. He's 23. So you have two players that are under the age of 25 leading Canadian tennis right now. And they've been in the spotlight for a while. It's really, really good to see them have success like this because both these guys do a lot of up and downs and, you know, make it deep in tournaments, but don't really make it deep enough to make a splash. And so... For them to be able to do this on this stage at the Davis Cup, important for Canadian tennis, important for youngsters getting into the sport of tennis, especially in North America. But it's awesome for them to look forward to something when it comes to Canadians getting into the sport at such a young age. Okay, well, how do we get to this point at the Davis Cup? Uh, The Canadians had to win matches, obviously, to get to the final. Canadians had to beat Germany. They beat them 2-1. They had to beat Italy. They beat Italy 2-1. And then they go on to beat Australia 2-0. The Italy match was interesting because it went to a decider match. And remember Matteo Berrettini, I said, wasn't playing in this because of injury? He was there supporting his team. He actually ended up playing the deciding doubles match with Fanini. Now, I see a lot of people on social media saying they didn't love this uh, because there was a better doubles player in the realm of the Italian team to play in this. But uh, he ends up playing in it, and they obviously end up losing Italy. But Italy had a good team. As well, I mentioned that before on, I thought they had a strong team and a strong showing, but once Berrettini was not 100%, you kind of need your leader if you're going to win the Davis Cup, I believe. So Italy goes down, Canada moves on, but let's get to some of the U.S. drama. So when it comes to the U.S. team, it's it's interesting. Um, I don't really want to, I don't know too much about this. I do know a little bit about this. But I don't know a whole lot about what happened with this Team USA. So, who's on Team USA right now? On Team USA this year is Tommy Paul, Taylor Fritz, Francis Tiafo, and Jack Sock. Now, you're allowed to have another player on this team, right? And it got announced that Rajiv Ram wasn't playing in this tournament. Now, that lifted a lot of eyebrows, I think. Um, for Rajiv Ram not to be playing in this tournament, it being the number one doubles player in the world, a lot of people were like, why is he not on this team? Which is a valid concern because you have Jack Sock, which is o- your only true doubles player on this team, then the rest are singles players. Well, Jack Sock is still a singles and doubles player. Uh, Ram, Ram is a doubles guy, number one in the world, just won the ATP Finals, but he's not playing on the American Davis Cup team. So a lot of people very curious about that. This is what I've read so far. I, I I'm not I'm not saying this is correct. I'm not saying this is correct at all, but it seems like an it seems what I've read on social media that I don't know why he's not on the team. I have no idea why, but people are speculating that one it's a little bit of an ego thing and two it's a money thing. If you have five people on the team, you get more money, right? You get more money when it comes to winning at the Davis cup each, right? You split it between four people and that five. I'm not saying that's it. That's just a fact that I saw somewhere. Okay. But this journalist tweeted and said, look at the players on the team. Take a look at their egos. We're all smart enough to put the pieces together. I feel for Rajiv. Great player, even better man. Taylor Fritz responds to this says, please elaborate on my ego. Would love to hear about how that played a part in how the team was chosen. And the guy responds and says, I call it as I see it. Don't tell me benching the world number one was in your guys' favor. He said, you're still dodging the question. I mean, if you're going to take shots at us, you can at least elaborate on it. And he said, here's a better question for you. Would Rajiv have made the cut to go out uh, with the boys tonight? He's pretty much saying there are groupies, right? And he said, my guys don't call us out f- my guy, he said, my guy, don't call us out on our egos like you know how the team was picked. If you're going to personally insult us and proceed to skate around it with no further explanation, this is what Taylor Fritz says. By the way, if Raj wanted to celebrate our team qualifying, winning at any point, we would all be pumped to have him. Sounding like they want him on the team. Uh, and then, and someone else responds said, a huge fan of Taylor's, but this reply doesn't help. So Raj was left out of the team because he wanted to be in bed early and skip the late night celebrations. The dude is 38 outside of the court. He has other priorities. Doesn't mean you don't, he can't do his job. He said, absolutely not all. What I said was replying to the dumb hypocritical or hypocritical that this other guy posed would be invited on the boys night out. Now the answer being, of course, people, insinuating the team was made off of a popularity clicky system is ridiculous. This isn't middle school. This is what's all going down on social media. I wouldn't put that much into it if Taylor Fritz doesn't reply to it. Taylor Fritz replying to this means this is bothering these guys, right? Another another guy tweeted and said, I wonder if it has to do with prize money. This is what this guy said. Steve Suresh. This is what he said on Twitter. He said um, – in order to get to the qualifiers, uh, if you have or, sorry, you get a one point one three million for players if you make it to the quarterfinals. Split up between five people, that's two hundred and twenty-six thousand. Split up between four people, that's two hundred and eighty-six thousand. It could be a money thing. That's fifty thousand dollars or so, right? Sixty thousand dollars, whatever the case may be. Could be a money thing. I'm not saying anything I'm saying right here is true. I'm not. I'm just saying, I'm just reading some tweets and reading some of the things that that people, you know, they gave credibility to these guys. These guys coming at him on Twitter and you saying that's not the case. Do we have an answer? Not really. Not really at all, which is very unfortunate. But I think a lot of people are thinking this is a click thing, right, where these are young popular Americans when it comes to who's on this team. Tommy Paul, Taylor Fritz, Francis Tiafoe, and Jack Sock. Three of those guys other than Jack Sock are very young And they've come up in the ranks together. And then you got Jack Sock, who's like a cool, hip, older guy, right? Rajiv Ram is not young. I mean, he's 38 years old. So I'm not saying any of these are valid. Tommy Paul tweets on November 24th. Says, it's so cool to see people who aren't, will never be Davis Cup captains, pretending to be Davis Cup captains on Twitter. Hashtag tweeting from your parents' basement. There's a lot here. There's really a lot here. I think a lot of people are just they just want Rajiv on the team because he's the best doubles player in the world. He just won the ATP Finals. That could have been something for it for sure that he just you know finished ATP Finals. Is he exhausted? Maybe he's getting older and he saw, you know what, I can't play in the Davis Cup because I just won and I'm exhausted and played all these matches. That could very well very well be it. In conclusion, to me, it's still unclear why Rajiv Ram was not on this team. If I hear more, if I see more, I will let you know. It is not my position right now to judge why or why not he's on this team and judge Tommy, Taylor, Francis, and Jack. That's not my position. I'm just telling you what I saw on Twitter. And I know Twitter isn't the end-all, be-all, but that's where I'm getting a lot of this information because this is the only place that's open for a lot of people to really look at what's going on, if that makes sense. Um, I'm, I'm I'm not reading random tweets from random threads that have no credibility. I'm reading tweets from that Taylor Fritz replied to. So obviously this is something that has bothered them enough that they feel like they need to go on Twitter and talk about it. There's a lot here, but nevertheless they lose in the quarterfinals which is very disappointing I think for the USA team. They had a they had a team, they had a group of guys, no idea why they they couldn't go further in this tournament, but for them to escape early, I think it's disappointing. And next year, I kind of expect more out of the U.S. team because there are so many good young players on the U.S. team. All right, I'm going to stop complaining, get off my soapbox, but I just want you to know about what happened uh, with the Team USA and everything that's gone on around them. Like I said, I'm going to keep my eyes out for something new and something a little bit more clear. I'm going to try to listen to some things this week, uh, a little bit more clear on what exactly happened there. I'll get it to you next week or I'll try to if I can find something. Sorry if it wasn't very clear, but uh, long story short, Rajiv Ram wasn't on the uh, <laughs> Team USA when they played in the Davis Cup. I'm going to leave it leave it at that for this week's podcast. Keep it short. we got a lot to catch up on next week when it comes to everything else, but we're talking just Davis Cup this week and the first ever win for Team Canada. Good for the youngsters, good for the program, good for North American tennis, really getting that cup back here on North American soil. Appreciate you listening. Have a good holidays. December's right around the corner. Hope you had a good Thanksgiving weekend. Sorry I was gone. It's coming out on Wednesday. My bad. But uh, have, a, have a good month of December. We'll get a couple pods in in December. Might take a little break there before everything happens in Australia. We'll get to that another week. Cheers!